welcome to episode 26 of the Two Docs Talk podcast. I'm your host, Rob Hoyer, joined by my colleague, Abbas Shafi. Today, we have a very special guest, Dr. Nan, who's a traditional Chinese medicine physician. And Dr. Nan has kindly agreed to come onto the show to give us an overview of traditional Chinese medicine. I'll read from Dr. Nan's bio. So Dr. Nan is a distinguished physician in acupuncture and Chinese medicine. He's board certified in both the U.S. and China. He holds a doctorate from the Heilongjiang University of Chinese Medicine, specializing in Chinese medicine and acupuncture. He's a third-generation legacy physician who's part of uh, seven practicing Chinese medical doctors across China and the U.S. He has 35 years of pedagogical experience, and he's taught thousands of acupuncturists in both the U.S. and China. In 1992, he became a faculty member at Colorado Chinese Medicine University. And in 1993, Dr. Nan established Nan's Acupuncture Clinic in Denver, Colorado. He practiced for over 35 years in the U.S. and in China. He's been involved with clinical research with pain management with the Kaiser Permanente Group and St. Joseph's Hospital in Denver between 1993 and 1996 and was recognized by the Denver Broncos, who appointed them as their official acupuncturist from 1995 to 2014. We cover a lot of content with Dr. Nan, including an overview of traditional Chinese medicine, different conditions that can be treated, methods of treatment. We talk quite a bit about integration with Western medicine, and also about how to select a Chinese traditional medicine physician. We're so happy that Dr. Nan came onto the podcast and that we're able to bring you this interview. As always, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out at rob at twodocstalkpodcast.com. And if you like the videos and podcasts, please subscribe and like. That helps others find the podcast and the search algorithms. Without further ado, we bring you Dr. Nan. Dr. Nan, good morning. Um, wow, it's uh, it's great to see you again. And uh and it's been a while since we've uh, we've I've seen you in person, but you you've not aged a, a day. You look you look great, uh, and it's it's great to see you. And thank you for doing this. Well, thank you, Doctor Hoyer. So you're doing great. You look great too. I haven't seen you guys for how long? Probably seven eight years at least. It's, it's been at least seven eight years. Yeah. Yeah, so. you look great. So thank you for doing this. I'm excited. Well, one of our uh, one of the. Um, the concepts from our for our, our um, podcast is this integration of different concepts, and um, you know one of the things that we've uh, talked about a lot is having uh, different approaches to to health and 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 um, how to how to really promote wellness. And so that's something that we when, when um, Abbas and I were thinking about how how can we really um, introduce some new concepts. We thought about traditional Chinese medicine, and I said I know who just who, who we're gonna who we're gonna call. So. Um, Maybe uh, Dr. Nan, if you could give a little bit of um, um, background about um, you know how you got into traditional Chinese medicine and a little bit of the concepts. I think a lot of folks, a lot of us, know about the yin and yang, but don't really know what exactly that is. <laughs> this concept of qi. Maybe you can give us a you know a few minutes, uh, kind of a summary of that. Sure. Yeah, uh, I got into this Chinese medicine. Uh, one of the actually main reasons this Chinese medicine runs in my family. I'm a third generation physician of Chinese medicine. Uh, when I graduated from high school, which is in 1976, because of the Cultural Revolution, I don't know if you know you guys know about anything, know anything about this. The Chinese government basically shut down the whole education system. 
So they sent teachers, professors to the countryside to do so-called re-education. Obviously, uh, the schools are closed because nobody's teaching there. So just like uh, everybody else, I, I uh, uh, didn't have a chance to go to college, but I was lucky enough to st start learning Chinese medicine from my uncle and my aunt. Uh, they both uh, are Chinese medical doctors and been teaching and practicing in their whole life. They're still, by the way, they're in the 80s, they're still seeing patients today. So that's how I got into this. I, I studied uh, with my uncle for about three and a half years and then I start seeing patients because I was born and raised in the countryside. I start seeing patients as a better food doctor. Uh, that's the name we got. So finally, uh, in 1983, I went to uh, medical school after they resumed uh, education system. That they did that about in late uh, late 70s. So finally, I went to a, a Chinese medical school and got my education. So after uh, I graduated from uh, uh, medical school, which is called uh, Heilongjiang University of Chinese Medicine, uh, located in Harbin, China. So after graduation, I taught at university and practiced at the teaching hospital until I came to the US to teach. Uh, because of the school in Denver, Colorado, uh, they just changed their name uh, to Colorado Chinese Medicine University. The owner and is, is one of my, actually my students. He went to our university in China in the 80s to learn Chinese medicine. That's how we met. So after he started a school and he sent me a letter, he said I need a teacher. So that's how I came here. And I'm, I'm so happy to be here. So I've been here since 1992, and uh, I started my practice uh, next year, 1993, in Denver, Colorado. Uh, also worked with Broncos for 19 years, and I moved to uh, Sarasota. That's where I, I am now in, at the end of uh, 2019. So that is, I'm still teaching at the Colorado School uh, of traditional Chinese medicine, that's the old name, Colorado Chinese Medicine University. I'm still one of the faculties today. Well, that's, uh, that's wonderful. Thank you for that, um, that background. And uh, wow, it's, uh, it's, I always find it amazing to hear folks, um, our, our guests' stories, and just to learn about where, where it started, how you started with this, and, and uh, where you are today. That's really uh, amazing. I, maybe you could talk a little bit about some of the concepts of uh, traditional Chinese medicine and how they, and how that this whole yin and yang and the the, the concept of, of qi and and how that how that'll um, how they that works. So, just an introduction so our, our listeners can just have a kind of just some of the uh, basic concepts that we'll be talking about today. Of course. So Chinese medicine, actually, uh, I don't know if you knew this, is not discovered by Chinese medical doctors. It's discovered by uh, uh, ancient Chinese astronomers by observing how the moon, the sun, and all the stars move. They discovered that the, uh, the energies out there in, in the universe uh, so they call that energy, eventually they call that energy qi, they give a Chinese name called qi. 
And also, you know, a human body is we're a part of the whole universe. And we have the same energy, the same chi that flows in our system. And that, of course, it took so long for them discovered there's certain energy meridians. There's actually 14 of them, okay? There's 12 of them that we call formal uh, meridians, which is he flows uh, along. And also there's a, uh, another two, one is called rim meridian, what do meridians in front and back. So the chi flows of the meridians. The purpose of that is, is that for the body to heal. The body heals through uh, the chi flow. So if the chi flows properly along the meridians and the body heals properly and the body functions properly, and then you're a healthy person, right? If the chi doesn't flow well anywhere in the body, we call it blockage of chi flow. That's when the problem starts because once the chi got blocked, and that part of the body will stop healing. Eventually, will cause damaged tissues. The cells become dead and cause damaged tissues. So, more damaged tissues build up, the more function is uh, we're gonna, more functional loss we're going to have. Okay, we'll have a certain amount of functional loss. That again, that could happen to any part of the body. Okay, and then that's when you get to that point, the body will start losing function. We'll have a more function loss we have, more symptom we have, because when we reach the certain point, we'll have a certain amount of function loss. That's when the body will say, that's enough. I'm going to start warning with so-called symptoms, which can be anything, depending on where the uh, function loss is. The function loss could happen to any major organs, okay, like heart, liver, brain, and it could happen to any part of tissue, like, you know, the joints or the soft tissues, depend, again, depending on where the function is, the function loss is, will have certain symptoms. So the symptoms in Chinese medicine are not, some, they're not problems, okay? We'll never go after symptoms because they're warnings. Those are ways your body try to warn you, try to tell you. Somewhere in the body, there's a function loss. All your body is asking for is find it and fix it. Okay, uh, let me give you an uh, uh, analogy here. Symptoms, doesn't matter what that is. They're just like the check engine light in the car. They're nothing more than that, okay? I'm pretty sure you've seen that in your life. If the check engine light lights up in the car, you know what that means. And also you know what to do with it. Basically, you're gonna take your car to the mechanic, have the car checked, the problem found and the fix, guess what happened to the light? It goes away. That's exactly how Chinese medicine works. And also in Chinese medicine, we don't have a name of disease. The reason is the purpose of Chinese medicine is to treat disease before it's onset. So that's why we have, we have to always listen to the body because your body always warns you. Okay, the body doesn't lie to you. If there's one symptom, there must be at least one thing wrong going on somewhere in the body. Okay, uh, you don't, in general, we don't go after symptoms because we don't cover up the symptom. Because you think about this, if the check, in the, in the check engine light lights up in the car, 
And you think light itself is a problem, and you put a bandit over it, or you cut the wire, and you don't see the light, you think that you can keep driving the car. What's going to happen to that car? Because the problem's still there. And if you don't see the light, the problem keeps getting worse until one day the car breaks down. So now the comes to, you know, the difference between Chinese medicine and Western, Western medicine. So once the car breaks down, that's when the patients need to go to see you guys. Because West medicine, uh, as you know, is disease business medicine, right? That's when you guys do a great job. And you can treat disease and then save try to save people's life. So one of your questions you asked earlier, you know, how to combine these medicine, uh, these two medicines. You know, my opinion, we start, you know, anything happens, we start with Chinese medicine first because we treat root cause and most of the time we can stop it right there. So restore your health. But in case of when the problem too far gone, you know, become disease, that's definitely you need to, need to see your doctors, like a, you know, see any specialist uh, to have you treat disease, have the uh, you know have the problem fixed, and save your life. In my opinion, uh, we should that's how we should combine these two medicines, and that works really well. It's been working really well in China. You know, in China, half the hospitals, uh, or let's say you no, know, half the Western medical hospitals, there's a Chinese med medical doctors work there, okay, to see patients. Now, the Chinese medical departments. And in Chinese medical hospitals, so they're Western medical departments, they're Western medical doctors. So that being really uh, the best for, uh, for the patients. I hope one day that's gonna start happening here in this country and patient will benefit from, from that. Hopefully, I answer your question. That, 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 is a, that is great. Thank you. Abbas, would you like to answer that or ask yeah, the next so question? When you see a patient, when you think that, that you refer to modern medicine, what are some of the conditions you know, that you think that's, you know, first, how do you, you know, when the patient comes to you, you know, how do you treat, uh, you know, preventive medicine or, or the symptoms that alarming? And then when you uh, think that they should see, um, you know, surgeon or physician, how, is this country is very, very difficult because everything is disease, uh, you know, management. So if you have a gallbladder, they take it out. If you have, you know, broken bone, they fix it. <laughs> and there's nothing looking for, as you said, one preventive. And then after that, what to do the next? Because as you know, one organ one hurts, the other organ hurts. So there's another thing, just one, fo you know, focus problem and a lot of us subspecialty and one things. So it'd be good to sort of, to see how to prevent and how you do that and how when you uh, refer to to the to the doctors. Okay, that's really a good question. You know, that's something I have to deal with uh, every single day when you know when I'm seeing patients. Uh, so again, in Chinese medicine, uh, if you have one symptom, there must be at least one thing wrong going on somewhere in the body. Okay, that's our job. That's how you know uh, we're trained to detect. Uh, where the cause is. So the, the way we do it, basically, uh, the number one thing we take your pulse, okay? Uh, the pulse can uh, indicate, this indicators what organs uh, you have problem with. We'll have, a, we'll have a pulse in six positions. In Western medicine, when, when you guys take pulse, basically, 
first of all, you want to detect if they're possible or not, right? If there's a pause, you see how fast that is, and it's too weak or too strong. You don't care about too strong part, but if it's too weak, that's basically you know, the information you try to get. So when it comes to Chinese medicine, it's totally different because the six positions, each positions uh, represent each organ. And there's different characters of pause tells you different problems. Like this yin, yin deficiency or yang deficiency, the excess yin or excess yang. Also, uh, probably you heard of it, the five elements, okay? Like for example, the, the heart is fire, the liver is wood, and the, the lungs is metal, and the kidney is water, and spleen is earth. And also, they're all related. You said earlier, you know, one organ has problem could affect others. That's so true because if you have weak wood, that could affect the fire. Also could affect the earth. That means when you have heart disease, that could affect your liver and it could have your, uh, uh, your spleen. And also it could affect, uh, could affect the rest of them, you know, the kidneys or lungs. So in Chinese medicine, we have, first of all, we find where's the major problem is. We target that part. Once that's balanced out, and we'll find the next one. We, goes, we, we go by layers. Once there the five, five elements in that certain pattern, they're balanced. That means your body's functions is fully restored. Guess what? You're a healthy person again. So in Chinese medicine, of course, we're, you know, I'm not saying Chinese medicine cure everything. When is problem too far gone, in general, by Western medicine, uh, medical standard, you become diseased. And that's when you need to see a Western doctor like you guys. Okay, you guys do wonders on that part. Even that, uh, once your uh, the patient's condition is stabilized, I will still recommend go to see a Chinese medical doctor to work on the cause, the root cause. And even though you have the problem completely uh, cured, like a doctor uh, uh, Hoyer, you work, you treat cancer patients. Have the cancer patients stabilized. I would recommend to do something to maintain that function, to maintain the health. That's when Chinese medicine, you know, uh, comes into place. Does it make sense? That's how, that's how we do it. Uh, again, you know, when even the, the cancer's gone, that doesn't mean the cancer will stay away from uh, forever. Uh, in Chinese medicine, we always want to treat the weak organs, make, make sure the qi flow is balanced uh, in the whole system. And then you have the strongest uh, Immune system. That's how uh, Chinese medicine helps with cancer patients too. Did that answer your question, Doctor? Yes. Yes, indeed. Okay. Yes, indeed. Uh, that's that's terrific. That's great, and that's the balance that uh, that I'm hoping to is one day we achieve in this country to not be a sort of disease management, be able to accept there's alternative, and then um, I see that all the time. I see many people uh, as the same thing you say they have heartburn. And the heartburn is the sun. I tell them is you need to look what you're eating, what other things. And it, it is alarming. The majority of the people, these people, they, they have heart disease. But it's like if we ignore the symptoms, other diseases will fail. And once one fails, the other thing does. So, so that's that's a terrific way to do. And, and I think to having that balance things, 
you know, looking for longevity and, and as well as uh, solving the problem. I think it's great. Another thing, our question had, what about the tongue or facial expression or other things that in Chinese, the uh, medicine, what's, what was that? I know besides the pulse, other sign you guys look for, what is that? Can you explain some of those? Yes, uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, observation is one of the four major, major tools we use to uh, make diagnosis. By observing you know, how, how the patient looks like in a whole system, especially the, uh, the complexion. Because in Chinese medicine, the complexion is the reflection of a function of the major organs, okay? So like different parts of your face that indicates different, uh, uh, di relates to different organs uh, and different color of the uh, complexion that tells you different uh, uh, organ. For example, like a, uh, when it comes to liver, liver relates to uh, the color green, right? And liver and gallbladder, they're, they're kind of a cousins. Uh, liver is in organ, gallbladder is young organ. There's always in pairs, okay? Like a spleen and stomach, kidney and uh, uh, urinary bladder, and heart and small intestine, lungs and, uh, and large intestine. So again, the green color is, is, is the uh, facial uh, complexion that tells you uh, how well your liver and the gallbladder function. And if you, 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 your complexion is dark, it's black, we call black color, that indicates you have a malfunction either in your kidneys or your uh, urinary bladder. And if your, your face is, is unusual red, okay, that tells you you have a heart issue or unusual pale, you have heart issue. And again, you know, uh, we, we do, the first thing we're gonna watch is how the patient look like when they walk in, into my, uh, my clinic. Uh, that's a really good question. So that is one of the tools we use as, uh, for diagnose, diagnosis. And uh, Dr. Nan, could you talk a little bit about um, you, the, the methods you use? And you talked about a little bit about the diagnostics you just uh, mentioned with the, the facial color and other, observations, which I find fascinating. Can you talk a little bit about some of the conditions that you, um, or excuse me, about some of the methods that you use? So specifically the, whether it's acupuncture or different medicinal herbs, I know there's a variety of different uh, different uh, types of treatments that you offer. Okay. So in Chinese medicine, mainly there are two major parts. One is acupuncture, one Chinese herbs, and that's what most practitioners, doctors use. And in uh, acupuncture, for acupuncture part, we have uh, several different techniques. The main one is called TCM, which is traditional Chinese medicine acupuncture. And the second is CCM, which is classic Chinese medical acupuncture. And the third part is very common uh, techniques are called neuroacupuncture or scalp acupuncture. That's basically uh, scalp acupuncture is uh, more uh, Western medicine part because that's based on central neurological system, you know, a certain part of the brain, was which part of the brain we need to work on depending on the symptoms. 
so those are three major parts. Also, there's some other techniques like you know balance method and uh, mer uh, meridian targeted acupuncture. Then also there's a pigeon. We have many different uh, modalities, but there's three major techniques: is TCM, CCM, and neuroacupuncture. And on top of that, of course, uh, we use Chinese herbs. The main purpose of that is they work the same way, by the way, but not everybody's gonna have acupuncture every day, right? So herbs, they can take it home that it helps in between acupuncture treatments that can speed up the, uh, the heating process. That's basically what do we do? So when you talk about what the conditions, uh, there's so many conditions we're work on, we can work on. Let me just give you an example here. Years ago, when I first came to this country, uh, I was treating uh, a couple who was in MDs and I started with a daughter first uh, with autism. And then I helped the doctor's uh, daughter so much and they decided to uh, become patients, I treat them. And then they sent their colleague, I will never forget this, this, this. Uh, they sent a colleague who is a uh, neurologist, an old gentleman, who had this migraine headaches for years. He just couldn't completely get rid of it. And all he could do is take painkillers to manage it. I remember when he came in my office for the first time, we start talking. I could I could I could sense it. Uh, on his mind, he said, there's no way you could help me. Okay, but he didn't say it, I could sense it. And then at the time he was having headache. And I asked him, you know, do you have migraine headaches right now? He said, yes, right here in my right temple. I said, okay, uh, are you ready for the treatment? He said, yes. And then he thought, I'm going to poke his temple. That's what, by the way, that's the most acupuncture will do. I didn't. Instead, I give an acupuncture on his left hand. I said, before I did that, I said, how much pain do you have on a scale from one to 10 with a 10 being the word? He said, six or seven. I said, okay, you're already in pain. I said, are you ready for the relief? He didn't, he didn't believe me. And then I gave him three needles on his left hand. I said, tell me how much better you feel. He started trying to feel it so hard. He said, do you, you know, even move his head? He said, I have to say, I don't feel the pain. I said, okay, do you think the acupuncture treatment helped? He said, I have to say so. I said, okay, that's great. I said, could you explain to me how the connection, uh, connections made between your left hand, your right temple by uh, what you do, your, uh, neurology? He said, uh, be honest, I have no idea how that connection made. I said, that's so true because the meridian system is totally different. It's a separate system, totally different system from neurologic system. We're, we're working on totally different, different thing. You work on that physical part of the body. I'm working on the energy, energy part of the body. If I have, I have to give you an analogy, that's like uh, what you do is working on the landline phones. What we do is work on wireless phones. And he's laughing. He said, that really sounds right. I said, that's how acupuncture works. So another one is recent. I'll give you another example. A friend of mine, when I first moved to Florida, 
we built a house in, uh, in you know, uh, you know, as a community far from us. Actually, we I, I met a, a gentleman who's Chinese and I became friends. He had this dizziness uh, uh, for years. Uh, never became too bad until this, like sometime last year. And and read about he couldn't get out of the bed, and he didn't call me. So finally, one day he called. He said he couldn't stand it anymore. He's just dizzy all the time. And also, uh, he saw his do doctor. The doctor diagnosed him with Meniere's disease. And all uh, he was taking was on is basically water pills. And then it did help some in certain level with dizziness, but he still had to be in bed. So he called me and said, okay, let me uh, go to your house and give you treatment. I treated him two times and he got out of the bed. And he would start walking with a walker. And I gave him one more treatment. Third treatment later, he threw away the walker. And the fourth treatment, he drove 50 minutes to my office. And that time, he and his wife scheduled for a three-month-long trip uh, to visit Southeast uh, China and uh, Asia. And they were thinking about canceling that trip. So as we're doing the treatment, he's getting better and better. Finally, he didn't. Not only he didn't cancel the trip, he went on that trip with his wife for three months. Luckily, he didn't have any dissonance on the trip. And the second day, believe it or not, after he returned, he started feeling dizzy, but nothing like it before. So he called me right away. He started treatment right away. Till this moment, he, he hasn't had any dizziness at all. So that tells you, uh, you know, when you work on the physical part or you can see or, or, or probably you cannot see the, the physical cause, uh, with Western medicine, but energy-wise, we can always detect if there's an energy blockage or what organs damage to cause that symptom of a dizziness. So in Chinese medicine, dizziness released basically that releases two organs. If uh, you know, could be uh, related to organs. One is kidneys. One is liver. So when I talk about you know the kidneys or liver, I'm not talking about the liver disease or kidney disease. I'm talking about the function loss in the certain organs. It's not disease. Uh, so this particular patient have enough loss in his kidneys. That's why he had such a bad case of a dizziness. So basically, uh, I, I obviously, you know, I, I work on his ears, but mainly I focus on, on his kidneys. And he also had this uh, frequent urination for years, and then that symptom got better too. So uh, again, to answer the first question you guys had, how to combine these two medicines, uh, I think that's crucial to, uh, uh, to healthcare. If really, you know, Western and Eastern work together, I think the patients are gonna benefit so much. And not only we can uh, improve people's life quality and we can help people live longer. So I really hope one day we're gonna start doing that. I agree, I agree. Too. Uh, what I was gonna ask beside the, the acupuncture and herbal medicine, what about the diet? Um, what 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 are the 
recommendation of the traditional medicine and balancing the diet? That's another great question. Okay, first of all, uh, Chinese medicine figure out what you know what could cause the qi flow problem. Okay, basically there are three major types of causes. Then believe it or not, the number one cause is emotional cause, which is stress. Okay, and uh, Chinese medicine has been dealing with this cause for thousands of years. In my opinion, there's over 90% of a health problem caused by stress. So what stress does to the body is stress mess, mess up qi flow, okay? Make qi uh, uh, flow blocked somewhere in the body and that'll cause uh, tissue damage, cause functional loss. So the second cause is the chemical cause. So this cause will answer your question. So the chemical cause includes two parts. One is toxins, okay? Uh, the toxins for the pollution in the water, food, air, and some of the medications. Uh, all those can mess up qi flow. So the other cause is lack of a nutrients, uh, malnutrition, okay? And that can cause qi flow problem too. So the third is physical cause, trauma, injuries, surgery, they all mess up qi flow. So to answer your question, that's your question relates to the chemical cause. So again, if we have, we have too much toxins in the, in, the, in the system and certain part of the body, the qi flow will decrease and to a certain, certain level, again, that part of the body will stop healing. The healing process will stop. It will cause dead, tissue, uh, dead cells, dead tissues, damaged tissues, and then we'll start function loss, right? We'll start having function loss. When the, again, the function loss gets a certain level, you, the body will start warning you, right? You're gonna have symptoms. And then if you don't take care of it, one day, uh, the symptom, the, the cause, the malfunction get, get back to the certain level. And by Western medical standard, you have certain diseases. So the way Chinese medicine treats the problem, and you know, like I said earlier, we don't go after symptoms. We have to find why you're having the symptom you're having uh, then we'll work on the cause. We, we have to figure out where the blockage is. Really, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's, the cause is, is emotional or chemical or physical. We have to find where the blockage is. So when you talk about the, the, the diet, yes, in general, uh, the general diet, you know, the health diet, that's, I think that should be good enough. Uh, one thing I want to, you know, want to uh, uh, emphasize is sugar. Stay away from sugar. We don't okay. need to add any sugar to our diet at all, zero, because sugar to human bodies toxins. That's the number one cause of a, a not being chemical wise, chemically is the number one cause of a qi flow problem. And the rest of them, of course, you know, if you want to. In general, pretty healthy diets, you should be good because we need uh, uh, need balanced nutrients. I don't like these, uh, the strict diet. Uh, you know, you complete stay from uh, stay away from meat, complete stay away from a, a certain food. Uh, I don't do that. I, I my opinion is we need to have a balanced uh, nutrients. 
that's why I, I eat uh, multiple uh, vegetables, fruits, and, and, and meat. I do eat meat. I eat a lot of fish. I eat the beef uh, once in a while, pork once in a while in my diet. Uh, I've been feeling good, you know. Uh, also, uh, I believe everybody can change their health conditions. Unfortunately, I have to say, uh, in this country, most people are not uh, are not healthy, are not feeling the way they're supposed to feel, right? Uh, in other words, everybody almost can feel better because if the chi flows better, your body functions better, automatically you feel better, okay? A healthy person, like I said earlier, you're supposed to feel energized. You're so, so, supposed to feel happy. You're supposed to uh, sleep well, meaning wake up in the morning, you, wait, uh, you feel energized, you feel happy, you wanna get up doing stuff, enjoy your life. Sleeping well doesn't mean, uh, it's actually the key to sleep is not about how long you can stay in sleep. Okay, everybody requires a different amount of sleep. There are people who require five hours, there are people who require 10 hours. But the key to sleep is you want to wake up feeling refreshed. That's how you're supposed to feel in the morning. Because uh, the reason for that is your body heals only during sleep. If your body heals well, it doesn't matter if in five hours or 10 hours, then you feel well in the morning. So again, remember, you want to feel well when you wake up in the morning. I just can't help asking, what do you think about uh, cell phones? Are those a, a toxin? Uh, see, I'm wearing this. Uh, uh, yeah, like what you, it, yours is, is a wire? Or, it's, a, or, it's, a, it's a wire, yeah. It's, it's wire. Okay, that's good. I uh, always wire, uh, wear wire earphones. Doesn't matter, headphones or earphones. Uh, cell phones and wires, uh, earphones and headphones, they all have radiation. And uh, I, I cannot give you the proof, but uh, if you think logically, uh, by, especially by Chinese medicine, that interferes the chi flow, okay? And physically, the, the radiation will affect your body physically. That could damage whatever, the, especially close to the earphones or close to the phones you have. So I don't recommend you put your get, put your phone so so close to your body for for a long time. Obviously, today we cannot live without cell phones. But what I do, if I don't use cell phones, I try to put it away from me. Only when I use it, uh, when I have when I have no choice, that's when I have my phone on with me. But what I can do, I can I can uh, stay away from it. Wired and uh, wireless uh, earphones or headphones, at least will get less radiation. So that's my opinion on this. Thank you, uh, Abbas. You have any other other questions for Dr. Nan? I, this this is a great uh, conversation. This is I travel through the world and I see uh, a sort of bo both side, and it's very tough to sell in this country. But I'm hoping just we get away from the the problem in this country is the disease management. Of course the pharmaceutical and, and the industrial food. So they keep feeding those things. So breaking through those and uh, let people live a better <clears throat> life with less toxins in their body, less that. That's sort of, I'm a gastroenterologist, so I'm trying to 
um, accomplish that, but it's, it's a big task. But I think by educating people, I think little by little, I think hopefully um, sort of opening the people's, some of the prejudices toward the non-Western medicine is quite a bit. You know, I'm from Iran um, and, you know, we, we had similar parallel type of uh, traditional medicine to Chinese. And if you know Avicenna and all of that, and humoral and the food and all of that, my my grandmother was probably my best teacher, the, the same as your family. So what you eating, how you feeling, how you sleeping, you know, all of these things. So so I know that this was great, and um, and uh, I'm 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 so excited that you were here, and hopefully we can have more visits and uh, and talk more about it. Do, would you like to add any more comments? Uh, we have plenty of time. So if you, and, and, oh, I'd, I'd like any... to ask uh, Dr. Nan one more question, if I could. Yes. Oh, definitely. Uh, uh, any advice on identifying a, a TCM practitioner? Uh, there's a lot of folks out there who do acupuncture, but I'm not quite sure if it's really, uh, really uh, they're they're certified or uh, how do, how do, how can how can we know that's where when seeing a a practitioner that this person knows you know what they're doing and and how how to do the, the certain methods. Okay, uh, you know, I've been teaching for 35 years. I taught in China for four years before I came here to teach. Uh, you have to look at, for, when you're looking for uh, a qualified practitioner, the first thing I would look at is their education. They have to uh, go through a formal uh, education. That's very important because Chinese medicine is such a complicated uh, uh, system. And there's no way... Uh, you can learn it in a couple of weekends uh, uh, courses. Uh, I don't care how smart you are. It took me so many years, you know, I got my doctorate degree, but it took me years to get there. Uh, really, again, it doesn't matter how smart you are. If you didn't, didn't sp spend that much time, there's no way you can really learn this medicine. Even for me, I cannot say I learned Chinese medicine. I'm still learning every day. I still learning more, uh, you know, more technique. And when, especially when it's, you know, clinical, uh, in my clinic, when I see patients, I always have challenged. I always see challenges. That's why like you and I, you know, all of us, we do, we do the same thing. That's why we'll keep learning. So again, the first thing you look at, looking into it, how much education that practitioner have, uh, that's very important. And if somebody, like, a, for example, there's some, uh, Chiropractors to practice acupuncture and then take like probably a couple of weekend courses. Legally, they can do it, but I can I, I cannot see how how much they can do it. Okay, uh, education is very important. The second, obviously, it takes experience. More experience, better is going to be. But uh, I, I've been teaching so many students here. I've taught a lot of students here, and there's a very uh, there are a lot of students very comp compassionate about it. You know, uh, uh, even though they, they only practice like three or five years, a lot of them is really good at it. Just like any other professional profession, if you're not com compassionate about it, uh, doesn't matter how long you do this, you just do this as a job, it really doesn't help. So it's hard to give you uh really detailed guidelines, how to find a good one. Uh, I only thing I can have to say just education is number one, but really you, you need to have to, have to try it well, to, to, you know, to know if that's the right person to treat your condition. So 
before we, we hang up, can I, uh, I forgot something to, uh, to talk about here. I'm gonna talk about the, uh, uh, the side effect medications because the doctors in general, they don't have uh, time to explain to their patients what side, side effects are all about. Remember, there are three causes of a qi flow problem in Chinese medicine. One of those chemical causes, that's exactly why. Because uh, when the patients say they have one symptom, okay, they go to see their doctor, for example, they have a pain. In general, what the doctor is going to do, they're going to give them painkillers, right, to uh, ease up that pain. If you have a sleeping problem, what the doctor is going to do in general, give you sleeping pills, try to make the, the pain, uh, your sleep get better. So all those chemicals you put in your system, those are toxins in general that doesn't belong, your system, belong to your system. And that further uh, could cause more qi flow problem in different parts of the body, okay? And then you start getting more damaged tissues and you start having more symptoms, uh, function loss. Again, when you have certain amount of function loss, your body is gonna warn you again with a different symptom, okay? Uh, who knows what that symptom is, depending on where that damage is. And that symptom is called uh, side effects, which is actually another health problem. So with a new one, you go to see another doctor. What the doctor gonna do in general? Give you another medications, medication to uh, to uh, treat that symptom you have. So that's called the side effects. Side effects are actually just another health problem. And that's why in this country, people just keep taking more, keep adding more and more uh, on the drugs, the list of the drugs they're taking. And it doesn't have to be that way. We can actually, there's a way to stop it. There's a way to help people, people to get off the medication uh, they've been taking, even if they've been taking for years. That's what happens in my practice every single day. And that's why I love what I do so much. You know, I'm supposed to be retired, but uh, retirement has really never been on my brain, on my mind for a second. As long as I stay alive, I wanna, I wanna see patients. Uh, that makes me happy. By the way, being happy, that's all, you know, it's all about, that the life is all about. And, you know, when I see patients walking with a problem, they have pain, they have a depression. When they walk out, walk out of my office, they feel so much better. That's the joy you don't, you don't get from anything else. That's why I love what I do. You know, I, I don't plan to retire. I just enjoy Chinese medicine so much. So thank you guys for to give me this opportunity to uh, explain to people how acupuncture and Chinese medicine work and how much they could help them. If you have any health problem, if you have been taking the same medicine over and over for, for a long time, I can tell you it's time for you to try something different. If you keep doing the same thing over and over and over, and you're gonna get the same result. If you never get into Chinese medicine, you never learn enough, you never believe they could help you, just give, give a try. Chinese medicine works, in, for, in most uh, uh, cases, Chinese medicine works easily, especially for pain. If you walk, walk in, 
the office of a, a, a practitioner for pain, I can guarantee you if that uh, doctor is right, that pain should be gone easily. Uh, I mean, as soon as you put needles in there, the pain will stop. That's how quickly it's supposed to work. And that's at least 99% uh, of the time, that's how, uh, that's what kind of a result you're gonna get. Just give it a try and it's gonna change your life. Well, Dr. Nan, um, can you give a, a handoff to our listeners who may want to come and see you in your office? Oh, yes. I, uh, you can contact me. Uh, my phone number is 941-888-9888. And my email at, uh, website is acupuncturehealingworks.com. If you Google me, you see uh, there's a logo on the screen, Acupuncture Heating Works, uh, you can find my practice. Wonderful. And do you practice in Florida only or in Colorado as well? I'm sorry? Do you, do you practice still in Colorado or only in Florida? Uh, I, I don't practice in Colorado anymore. I give, give my practice to my nephew. Uh, the, the office in Colorado is 303-721-6123. Uh, and it's another Dr. Nan. Uh, Simon Nan. So you can, if you live in Colorado, Denver area, you can find him there. Well, so great. I just started my practice here in, Ju in July this year. So I'm new here. And it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> well, certainly your your energy uh, comes across uh, even, uh, you know, virtually on this, uh, on this webcast. So thank you again. And um, we're going to spread the word. We're going to get this out onto multiple, multiple media outlets and uh, get the word out about about traditional Chinese medicine and lifestyle medicine. And thank you so much. Thank you. Thank, thank you for having me. And now let's do that again in the future. We'd love Definitely. to. Thank That's you. So much thank fun. So good to much. see you, Rob. So again, you guys ever have a chance to come here to Sarasota, give me a holler. I'll show Definitely. you around here, okay? Definitely. All, All right. right. Thank, thank you again. Take care. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Happy New Year. Happy New, Happy New Year. Year to you. Thank you for watching. Please be sure to check out our other videos and podcasts about lifestyle medicine, disease prevention, and longevity. Two Docs Talk, better living for a better life.